0: Second Corinthians, five. Praise him, praise him, Jesus. Blessed Savior, he's worthy to be praised. One more time. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Jesus, blessed Savior, He's worthy to be. 2nd Corinthians 5. We give you praise. Father, we thank you for this morning. You are so worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. You're worthy, God. How many know that he's worthy? You're worthy, Jesus. And there's nobody like you. There is nobody like you, God. We magnify your name. We adore you. We lift you. We're here for no other reason but to worship you. For no other reason. Somebody say, no other reason but to worship you. For you are the Redeemer. You're the Waymaker. You're the Mighty Warrior ah you're torn the eye we love you and we lift you we lift you your name is great you do miracles so great we honor you jesus sit up the cold. call you worthy today we call you faithful today ah we call you worthy we say you're faithful we thank you lord god for what you're doing lord bless your people this morning bless life this morning heal them this morning deliver them this morning thank you for setting them free this morning thank you for lifting them this morning we thank you for redeeming us restoring us we love you we love you we thank you we honor your name we give you praise in Jesus mighty name and if you love him can you say man actually while we're in the spirit of prayer miss van if you can come here we're going to pray She lost her mother this week, well, last week. And we're just going to pray as a family. Stretch your hands this way. That the spirit of comfort will be upon her life and the family. So, Father, we just thank you. Thank you for a redemptive life. Thank you for the angel. A beautiful mother, God. The life God that has been breathed through her God, the lives that she's touched, the impact she's made. We thank you for her life. And we thank you for eternal life. We know God. with you, we have hope. We trust in you. Father, we just pray strength right now. Strength Jesus over Miss Van over the brothers and family we thank you for redemption redemptive power thank you for restoration and leading us down the path of righteousness we love you continue to breathe on us breathe on them we thank you for life. We thank you for resurrection and redemption. We love you in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. We love you. Hallelujah. If you can go turn your Bibles. to 2 Corinthians 5, 13 through 17. And we've been on the subject matter, the call to intimacy. The call to intimacy. 2 Corinthians 5, 13. And it reads, you can turn me down just a mite. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. Mm. I'm gonna say that one more time. And if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. Or if we have sound mind, I need you to hear this if we're sound mind. It is for you. If it's for God, I'm beside myself. If I'm in sound mind, it's for you. Sometime God is trying to help you lose your mind so you can gain his. So you can learn to be beside yourself. But if your sound mind is for you for the love of Christ compels us. Because we judge thus that if one died for all then all died. And if he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them who rose again. Therefore, somebody say therefore. From now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Uh, Behold, somebody say behold. All things have become new. Father, we thank you for speaking this morning. I stand in your name. Speak on, Holy Spirit. We take a step back as you take a step forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have been discussing and interpreting the practice of understanding intimacy. And we've learned last week that it's possible to be a believing Christian without intimacy with God. We learned that it's possible to pray and be without intimacy. We learned that it's possible to give and be without intimacy. We learned that it's possible to be in church your whole life and never learn to have intimacy with God. Just like a relationship, a marriage, sometimes people can be married for 20 years and at the end of the 20, get a divorce and say, you never knew me. That goes to show that it's possible to be in a relationship but without intimacy. So intimacy is one of the greater elements of God in alignment that he's trying to get church to know to be with him. God is Concerned just about what you do for him, it's one of the practices of what you do in your calling. But God is concerned individually with you to make sure that you make it. And the way that you make it is to learn to never love people more than God has given you to love them. I'm going to start here. Never love His ministry more than He given you the grace to love it. That's why he said, Do not love the world or the things of the world. I didn't understand that because the Bible says that you love the world, that you died for it. I didn't understand. It's conflicting messages. How do you tell me you love the world, but you now tell you say that you died for the world? If you died for the world, I would think we need to love the world. But you told me not to love it. What he was saying is, although I died for it, I know you don't know how to love it without me. So if you start to love things without me, you're going to love it in a way that I did not call you to love it. So you're going to be compromised what you thought what you loved. So never try to do. This is the interesting thing. Most people are so interested in trying to get to the place of ministry rather than learning to be placed in the ministry within themselves. Why is that important? Because I don't want to go love the things of what God called me to love without the God of the love. That will slow anybody down. If you're a ministry, minister, you're going to learn that. If you're a pastor, you got to learn that. Why? Because you, you, you get in trouble when you start to love the things that you're called to do more than you love the God. Because you don't know how to love the world as you ought to love it through the love of God. It's only the love of God that's going to help you to interpret the realm of love. Outside of that, you're wording for a pass or a position. So God is trying to get you out of the practice to realize that he's adopted you into the beloved. He died for you. You have been adopted. That's why I said, I've adopted you. By which you cry, Abba, my spirit bore witness with your spirit that you are children of God. How many of you know that you're saved? How many know why you know you're saved? You might not know necessarily understand why you know, but you know something within you told you you were saved, and this is the confidence that you started with that you were saved. Somebody said it was a confidence that you started with. So I want you to understand that God is trying to help us to understand that everything that he called you to do is not going to be without his grace. Yeah. It's not going to be without him controlling the temperature, controlling like like a, 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 my son likes to play the game. We, 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 we use the players on the TV, but we, we use the joystick to move them. So you have to understand that there are movements, there are unctions that God is trying to train you that's beyond you. And if we start to get this, we can stop feeling like that God, this is too much. Because to God, when we say it's too much, to God is, I didn't tell you you were gonna do it in the first place. Y'all all all right with this? I didn't say you were gonna do it in the first place so why would you say something is too much when I didn't even tell you you were going to do it it's because you've been trained to believe that God you're going to bring God with your life say, saying no 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 I'm not bringing you with your life watch this I'm not even trying to help you in your life the problem is you keep thinking that God is trying to make your life better. That's a lie. That's not the gospel. God is actually trying to bring your life out of it to substitute his life. It's a difference. Because if he's only making my life better, I can still live according to what I want and drag him along when I need. Y'all all right? Is it too hot in here? But when I'm in substitution, sub in, and he was supposed to say it. When I submit my life, I it's no longer I who lives. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's no longer tell somebody that I no longer I who lives, but who Christ lives Paul it like this for to me to die is gain and to live is Christ like my man that's a deep statement to some to live is Christ and to die is some of y'all are like I don't know that, that, that one there to live is Christ What he's saying is, I don't want to know anything else among you but Christ. Christ crucified. Oh, I'm moving too fast. So you've got to understand, God is not trying to help you do anything. God is trying to make you do everything. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand. He said Just read, if we are beside ourselves, somebody say beside ourselves. It's for God. I think I made a statement before. Sometimes there are certain realms you can hit. And it's not even wise to hit it because you're going around people. (laughs) Because you'll be so different than the normative of how people live and act and think. Because you'll be beside yourself. But sometimes you have to come down to where people are to transact their state of mind without coming out of your position. Can you say amen? No, he say, but if we're sound mind, that's for you. For the love of Christ. Somebody say the love of Christ. See, this is what we got to understand. This is where religion hasn't taught us well. But, and remember, we all have a, a sources of religion, but, but God has to give us the inspiration so we don't violate, through religion, his inspiration. The love of God compels. It does what? It compels us. Now, what does compelling mean? Compel means to, 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 to operate. It's to unction, to quicken you. To do what you do. Somebody said, the compelling power of God. It's the love of God that what? Compels. So the question is, who told you to do what you did? Did, Were you compelled? What are you using to judge what you do? All right, let's go a little deeper here. Somebody say his love compels. See, the, the compelling power of God Is trying to because when you were saved he possessed your spirit when you got saved he did what he possessed your spirit so he has to compel you to start to move into try to possess your soul and when he possesses your soul he got your body he quickens your mortal flesh can you say amen So there's the quickening of the flesh that came from the possession of the soul from the possession of the the, the spirit. Somebody say, my spirit is saved. Somebody say, my spirit is saved. If your spirit is not saved, we're going to help you because you would want it to be saved. Okay? But your spirit being saved, you don't need another message about how to save your spirit. You are saved. What's wrong with today? We don't taught you below the means of where you're supposed to live. If you are saved, now we have to have a conversation. Is how to get that salvation through the compelling power to your soul through your body. Can you say amen? Somebody say the love of God compels us. Change comes through the compel. Change is through the response when you you are compelled. It's interesting that the Bible, watch this, is an inspired word. It's a what? So somebody was even compelled to write it. But we read it uncompelled and think, okay, all right. Somebody says an inspired word, which means. Even though you read the Bible, that does not equate the relationship of intimacy with God. It was to compel, even reading the Bible was to compel you to start letting the words read you. And while it's reading you, you learn to come into the fullness of the love of God. Somebody say intimacy. I want you to understand something, because the majority of where we are in the body and the church age, it's not that we don't have the form of godliness. It's not what God is after. That's why he said, in the last, I have to bring men after my own heart. I have to bring preachers and teachers after my own heart. He said, we've we got to check the church first. Why, why is he saying all of that when we have many churches, majority of, 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 of who proclaim it to be Christians? He's saying there's so much of a form of godliness, but there's a denial of the power. So when there's form without power, it shows that there is performance without intimacy. It's a lot of performance without what? Intimacy, because intimacy produces the the greater element of God through wisdom and revelation, so you can come through that to, to enhance the power through that compelling understanding. It takes the knowledge of God to grow. Let's go into scriptures. Team, you know what? I, I don't know if I told you. I hope we have the, uh, I don't know we have the amplified version of this. Ephesians 1.17. I'm going to read. If you have the amplified version. If y'all able to pull it amplified, if not, no worries. I'm going to read it from the amplified version, okay? Ephesians 1, 17. This is the amplified, because I want you to see something. I always pray that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, as Paul speaking, for the Father of glory, somebody say the Father of glory, may grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, May grant you the what? May grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation that gives you deep and personal, intimate insight. So the spirit of revelation gives you deep and personal, intimacy, intimate insight. Somebody said intimate insight, which means when I know you in intimacy, watch this, I know things uh, that others don't know that just have a relationship with you. I have something called intimate insight, and one who has intimate insight will always win. Somebody said intimate insight. You know, I, I know I keep going to marriages with this. You, you find an intimate relationship, married, married relationship and do a game with them. They are gonna win every time. They put them cards up. What do they like? What do they, What's their favorite food? Eh? I, forgot, man, I got married. I got a lot of wrong. Oh, Lord, I got to work on my end. Why? Because you know things without talking things. Just a look will, will help you. Sweetheart, I just, I don't, I just, I just felt you wanted to eat pasta today. You know I felt it? Watch this, because we're one flesh. Y'all got to hear me. And if I wanted pasta, most likely you want it. Y'all got to hear me. It's interesting. How many of y'all ever read The Menu and you thought the same thing? And even if you didn't think the same thing, you say, I wanted the burger and the pasta. You thought the same thing, girl? How did you, are you stealing my thoughts? Are you taking my mind? Yes, I am. Because when you're in intimacy, we have the same mind. We have the same perspective. So Jesus said, we have the mind of Christ. And when I'm in intimacy with him, I know what he feels. I know what he thinks. I know what he desires. Somebody say one with him. Deep. Deep. An intimate revelation. God, am I so tired. It's deep. That's why somebody who knows God rather go pray in intimacy with God. See, you want to go read. That, that Reading is good. How I many know you got to read? You got to study to show show yourself approve. But I've walked with people. I've counseled people who knew the Greek, the Hebrew, and they went all the way down the line. But yet they needed help. You That tells me that you didn't understand the life breed of what you're reading. They read the scriptures thinking that it gives them eternal life. They use it as their time. They use it as their intimate time thinking that it's giving them the awareness without them going into the life of the word. Listen church, you don't read the word Just as it is, you read the word to come into the life of the word. Somebody say, I got to come into the life of it. Because until you come into the life of it, Christ in you, but you are in him. So you got to come into the word and then the word becomes like you. When the word becomes like you, watch this. You better be careful. Because this type of thing causes dancing. Y'all got to hear me. Y- y- you gotta be careful. Cause when the word becomes like you, this type of things cause you to love people that you wouldn't love on the normal way. Y'all gotta hear me. Yeah, yeah. This type of this type of love, intimate thing, it calls you to do stuff you don't do. But y'all see me dancing already? Do. Normal. You're not normal. You're, you're beside yourself. You start to love what you didn't love before. You start to forgive what you didn't forgive before. You start to do what you did not want to do in your flesh. Hey, God. Oh, y'all ain't ready for the day. I, 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 I'll dance by myself. you got to realize it, 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 this thing is contagious. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's what? Tell somebody his love is contagious. Tell somebody his intimacy is contagious. Come on, I need y'all to wake up with me. Come on, so so you know where we're going this morning. You, You got to catch it in your spirit. It's contagious. See, you got to know if you don't wake it up, it won't be contagious. Stir up the gift inside of you. I need to learn to get contagious so I can be beside myself. You try to get, you get into intimacy. That, that type of thing make your feet hot. It, it, it make you do crazy stuff in the room. It, it makes get the swords of the spirit. you start you start imagining it, it makes you to communicate what you wouldn't have communicated in yourself. Are y'all tracking with me? Tell somebody intimacy. I think some of them still sleep. We're not there yet. God is trying to possess not only your spirit. He's trying to possess your life. And intimacy gives you the fullness to operate like him. Tell somebody I'm learning to be beside myself. Somebody said the spirit of wisdom and revelation today. God wants to download the spirit of wisdom and revelation into you. Uh, that's about two of y'all. That, that, thank you. I said, God wants to download the spirit of wisdom and revelation into you. Because it's in the spirit of wisdom. He said, listen, uh, 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 intimate, there's intimate insight. There's what you know what's so interesting how we shout over anything that relieves responsibility of intimacy. But the devil has done something so in our lives that we feel so far away from where God desires just to want us. Tell somebody he might just want me. What what if there is nothing you can do to be good for God? Okay, all right. I, I see I, I know I know the issue. Is. You you're thinking in your head, what watch this? You still, even I'm talking intimacy, you think, must I? You sound like the rich young ruler. What must I do? See, it's always about what you're going to do, not who you're going to be based on what he's already said, but what must I? Do with what I've been through and what I've what, what I've done and God is trying to teach you it's not about you doing anything tell somebody it's not my righteousness it's not your righteousness it's your righteousness is as a filth okay is a filthy rags which means there is nothing that you can do to please god every day you get up there's nothing I don't care, God, what I do. There's nothing you can do to please God, which means he was already pleased with me, even yet I was a sinner. Yet you was a sinner. He did what? He died. You know why he died? Because he knew you couldn't save yourself. So you got to learn to take your crazy, busted, and disgusted self and say, God, I bring all of me to the throne room of grace. So... Can you say amen? I wasn't ready this morning. I got you. Somebody says love compels me. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The intimate insight ah, in the true knowledge and the true knowledge of him. With the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. When God gives you the spirit of wisdom and revelation because you got to understand there's a difference remember there are types of wisdom okay there are what for example there's the economic wisdom there's the world's wisdom okay the economic wisdom actually runs the jobs that you work for okay There's worldly wisdom on people trying things that don't work, but they keep trying them. But to them, it's wise. Economic wisdom is the schools that you go to. Now, I didn't say it was wrong. I just said I'm just helping you understand. You, you, there are more things of why you do what you do, and you don't. You're thinking that you just do it. No, you're running through a certain wisdom. You're running with the wisdom. This is how we do it, like this. Who taught you that? There's a system that taught you that. And most of us don't even look at the system. That's why I say, be not of the world. And what you have to realize, he said, I am going to confound the wise. I'm going to make their wisdom look foolish. All right. So God is trying to give you a wisdom through intimacy that's way greater than the wisdom that you live from and others live from. Can you say amen? So you got to understand that there is divine wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that will quicken you into a realm that you come beside yourself. Why do you think? Many people like to be drunk. I ain't hating on you. The hell's out there. It does what? It relieves you from yourself. Y'all got to hear me. Why we smoke ganja? Not we, uh, Jesus. Not we. I see. I knew he was one of those pastors. I knew it. I know how to see out church, but you got, so you got to help them. I knew it. You didn't you know. Your mouth mouth speaks. You know. Why we used to? What it helps you to get beside yourself. What God was trying to help you to realize that intimacy brings you into the presence of God that sanctifies, that qualifies, that purifies you out of yourself. I keep telling you this drug is better than any drug ever. Y'all got it, there we go. Come on, somebody say this drug is better than any drug ever. And I'm addicted to it. You can look at me crazy, but I'm addicted. I can't get out of it. I need your presence. I need a hit, I need to be with you. Because if you take me out of him, I'm in trouble. I said, if you take me out, if I remove myself, if I come from out under, we're in trouble. So you got to understand. That's why God said, What's wrong with my church? I thought the joy of the Lord is their strength. But every day they're looking like, Oh, always in warfare. Oh, they, they, they don't everybody in the how oh, we always struggle we always and God is saying I need somebody who understands me to come up and pull up the trenches and get in the spirit and you know that's not how we play our card we come by the spirit win by the spirit and then we bring the dominance of his spirit into the game the joy of the Lord is your don't let the devil get you used to lose it today we have You know, I think I'm going to write a book on this. It's called Manufactured Emotions. That's why I say, do not walk by what you. Why? He said, because you're going to manufacture something that's not real. And when it hits your emotions, you start to live out of something that's afraid. Everybody, A problem goes on in the world, they put it on the, your TV, and everybody runs after the problem. And this is the main problem. Some of y'all need to go to economics in college. They teach you the truth. Hey, wait. That's on TV. But that's actually killing everybody. Oh. Oh, so the love of money. I got it. But they play that on TV, that's like a little fraction of what's actually killing everybody. So God said, do not consider what they consider. But if you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, I can't get off this point. We got 20. I got to move. I got to move. There are three major things that happen when you're under the control of the Spirit. Write these down. Because you have to understand, being under the control of the Spirit is what we call something called the anointing. Now, let me help you understand something about the anointing. Everybody is anointed if you are a believer. Okay? Say this with me. If I'm a believer... (laughs) I am anointed. Okay, so that relieves all of that talk about this one is anointed, that everybody who is a believer has the anointing. What you're talking about, there are levels to the anointing. If Christ has filled your spirit, if you are saved, that's God in you. What you're talking about is the enhancement of awareness of the grace of God that enhances the anointing out of you. Are y'all tracking? So now, what you have to realize, God is trying to possess your soul in such a way that he can mortify your body to be free by the Spirit, which means he wants you to flow like a spirit. He wants you to flow like a... Did he create? In the beginning, God created by what he... So how are you going to create? Which means the word is going to recreate you. And you're going to speak. If any man speak, let him speak as an oracle. Let him speak as a what? That's the purest form of God to man, oracle. Somebody say oracle. So God is trying to do a a divine recalibration. He's trying to do what? A divine recalibration by his spirit all the way through the soul so the body can function the way he called it to function. So you can flow like a pure spirit. That's why there are types of flesh. Oh, God. Which means depending on the world that you've learned to adhere to, that's the type of flesh that you you can operate in. If Jesus can walk through a wall, what type of flesh was he walking through? Okay. All right, let, let me come out of here. That's, that's, that's another conversation. Somebody say divine recalibration. Oh, Jesus. Number one, when you come into the intimate measure of pleasure. Number one, you're inspired to see. Write that down. you what? So the spirit of wisdom and revelation will give you the prophetic unction to see. Now, remember, many gifts, people have a gift to see, but the gift to see versus the revelation to see are two different things. I don't have time to go through this. The gift of sight and the revelation of, and wisdom of sight are two different things. For example, many people have the gift, but remember the gifts are. Whoa. So we promoting gifts and callings in the church, and we don't even know what their relationship with God is. And he just said, it's without repentance, which means I can be with the gift, but without the God. That's why we just don't promote your gift. Because we love you enough to make sure that your life is aligned with the Father. Can you say amen? The gifts and callings are without repentance. Don't forget that. Don't don't forget that. Can you say amen? So it inspires you to what? See, which means the spirit of wisdom and Revelation brings you beyond the normal natural. Remember, though, you might say something that you think is wisdom, but it's still, remember, the wisdom of the age and the wisdoms of the system are pretty deep. Okay, let me tell you how deep the, the system wisdom is. If you go to school, you're learning things you didn't know. Okay, so it's deep. Somebody say, it's deep. It's deep on their level. But when you have the spirit of wisdom and revelation, watch this. You see through their deep. I told you, you got the secret Mac sauce. We don't get a Big Mac until you got my sauce. <laughs> Somebody said, stay out of McDonald's. Y'all need to stay out of McDonald's. <laughs> Putting out all that MSG in that food. See, my wife got to get me off these shows, huh? Girl, I need another salad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I got to preach y'all into the health. Preach me the health, Lord Jesus. Oh, that line be long, don't they? all right hallelujah number two remember intimacy becomes contagious so it inspires you to move it, it inspires you to heal it inspires you to lay hands it inspires you to pray it it, it, it does what did i say it was you or i said you was inspired I am inspired, I am beside myself. Y'all got to hear me. You keep thinking it's me. I didn't want to do that. Something just moved me and said, lay hands on the sick. Lay, deliver the, heal heal the brokenhearted. I didn't want to, I didn't think of that. Tells him I'm beside myself. Oh, glory. So number two, it does what? It inspires you to move. Number one, it what? What's number two? Number three, it inspires you to live abundantly. It inspires you to do what? You're not going to live any kind of way. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but come on, Bible scholars. Righteousness. I thought I had some Bible scholars in here, Lord. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We got stuck right there. Just a bit of comma. <laughs> somebody, I'm gonna have to go to everybody's house and check where your Bible's sitting at. <laughs> Sell something God compels us. <laughs> the compelling power of God. It makes you make moves that you won't make by yourself. Some of you are battling to forgive. You know why you're battling to forgive? Because you're trying to do it yourself. Some of you, you're battling to make a move out of where you are. You know why? Because you keep trying to do it by your... You know what's interesting? The drugs that I was telling you, it helps you get beyond the fear. I don't know why that came to mind. See, 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 see y'all know pastor haven't been saved his whole life. You know, some, sometimes we wanted to holler at a girl or something. I'm scared. I had a guy in the group, he was scared. I say, they told him to hit, you know, go get some drink, brother, and make you unscared. <laughs> hit this, brother. You need to get unscared. Get your swag on, brother. What's wrong with you? Put your head on. You, 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 you can't be scared, man. What you scared, man? What do I need? and what he does is now he's starting Yeah, yeah, Some kind of way in the confidence. Where that confidence come from? Hey, what's up, girl? Boy, you're out of your mind. You're half thinking. You say why well, i'm not talking about people we all coming out you, 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 you. why am i saying that because you don't know the presence of god give you the effect that brings you out of you to try to do anything when i'm unforgiving i don't try my in my own strength I say in the name of jesus god i thank you for forgiving me and i come into an awareness in a state that relieves me out of me and when i come out of me i'm beside myself now and i say i forgive me why because it's not me that's in me but it's christ in me who's the hope of glory i tell somebody i gotta be beside myself Come on, you got to learn to get beside yourself. It is not about what you're going through. It's about getting out of you and what you're going through and getting to him. I have a lot more, but I'm going to close on this last point. Somebody say his love compels us. So 2 Corinthians, our first scripture, he said, For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. Somebody say, all died. And he died for all that those who should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Now, what I want you to understand is God is trying to help you to realize, because many of us are battling right now in our lives, and we're wondering, God, it's like I just can't break through. How many ever felt like you just couldn't break through? Amen. I'm going to help you understand how to break through. God, I, it, it, I hear, I'm coming, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm learning, but I, it, it's like I just can't break through. I love the intimacy thing you're talking about, but I don't know how to. Now, I want you to understand something because, see, most of the time when we go through things, we have to understand the, the, the dealings of God. Somebody said the dealings of God. I wish men, you know, if men of God really taught on the dealings of God. All, many of us will, will stop wondering what we're going through. Because most of what you're going to go through are called the dealings of God through the crucible. Because God has to burn off anything that's not like him. What we've learned wrong is, or uh, conflicting, is we learn that if things are not always going right the way we perceive right is, that it's not of God. I've got to tell you that might not be the truth. God loves you so much. that it sometime he, sometime let me not make you feel better all the time he will use your trouble to make you turn your face Tell somebody is getting hot in here yeah, yeah. that's how the heat feel it, it, why because god knows some of us are rebellious we got to try it we we still thought the flesh can do something, and then when it didn't work out, we didn't know what to do. Well, what God was trying to show you is He helps you to run out of. Watch this. He helps you to run out of options. <laughs> I know. I ain't come to church for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help. you. Tell somebody He's helping me to run out of options. Uh-oh. I know. I don't see nobody' mouth moving. He helps you. To run out of options. Why are you helping me to run out of options? Because I know when you run out of options, guess who the last one you gotta come to, baby? Oh, come sit. You've got to sit in my lap, sit in my seat when you lost all of your plan B's. Now you got an only one plan A. So I want to help you get there quicker. You don't have to waste two more years. Whatever option is in your mind that's not conducive to the word of God, that's why pain, God saying, listen, I need you, I I want your pain. You're you're not called to carry that. But don't let that justify you as if you're walking in truth. Are y'all tracking with me? So you got to understand, God allowed the fire test to make sure that your life stays submitted. Excuse me. Your life is already gone. To make sure that everything that was of your life don't be flirtatious with you as you're going in his. I told you, I'm gonna stop bewitching y'all. How many know your life is gone? You are a new creation in what? Christ Jesus. See, I'm going to stop preaching that stuff. You know why? Because we're in a new time. We do that to help you understand, but we need to stop doing it. You know why? Because it's not helping you who you really are. The Bible says you are not of the flesh. You are of the spirit. So the reality of it is you're no longer of the flesh. What you're going through don't mean that you're of the flesh. What you're going through is God trying to deal with your soul and your memory of what you used to be rather than who you actually is now. Okay, let, let, let. I came out of me into Christ. I, it's no longer I who live, Christ in me. Behold, all things, how many things? All things are new. I'm a new creation, creature, creation. Okay, What we've been told is we're a new creation, but we always go back to, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says you are a new creation, but when you go through something, we keep teaching you as if you still were. That's not true. Your mind is going back to what you were. But who you actually is is already. You're new. Tell somebody I'm new. Oh, we're gonna teach you your identity today. You are new, you're made of God. Tell somebody I'm made in my daddy image. Come on, say I'm made in my daddy image. And it's no longer I who live, but Christ <laughs> lives in me. You are a new creation. So your go through is an experiment to learning to trust to God. That doesn't mean you are of the flesh. The struggle is because there are stumbling blocks in your soul that God is trying to train you to understand, to trust him in every step of the way. Can you say Amen. So I want to help you. I told you I was going to help you understand how to break through. But I want you to understand. If God is saying that you're going to be beside yourself, you have to understand that the deliverance that deliver you out of you or the used to be you or the mind you that you keep memory in. You can memorize something that's dead. Jesus walked on the land and the man was in the cemetery. Jesus, what have you come to do? Cast us out before our time? He was among tombs. Dwelling amongst dead things. What does a tombstone have on it? A beginning and an end. So you have to understand something. God is trying to get you out of the past of their things. So when you're a new creation, watch this. Something keep this is why religion can be dangerous because it tells you that you're still the old creation. So you keep thinking well so every so every Sunday you got to get new you got to re, get resaved. Why do we keep teaching them today? Are you say yeah you messed up yeah are you saved yeah we preach in the wrong thing you don't need a salvation message you need a teaching to help you to understand the liberty of the resurrection from the dead you need to understand the power that helps you lift your lift by the spirit. You can come out of that into the things that he's already resurrected for your life. Can you say amen? So you have to understand God is trying to get you out of the tombs of your memory. He's trying to get you out of the what? The tombs of your memory. Because your memory is creating realities that you keep stepping into. That's why he said, weapons of our warfare are not cornal, but they are mighty in God for the what? Pulling down of strongholds. Where's the strongholds? Casting down imaginations and every high thing. Where's the imaginations? In between your ears. So what's happening? the tombstones of memory. Although you're a new creation. Tombstones of memory? Somebody say, but I'm new. Why is that important? Because you need to know you're new so you can stop trying to fight to get new. Most of our mess ups we keep going back to apologize to God because we feel like we should have known better. Are y'all all right with this? Okay, you know what that says? It's not that you don't repent, but to say that you should have known better, not knowing the reason why you did it, because he's trying to make you to be better, it's actually become somewhat of a problem statement because you're saying, I should. Better, not allowed you to work in me better. Two different things. Knowing better and walking better by the spirit are two different things. Because if you have known the truth, that truth shall make you free. Y'all tracking with me? All right, so I'm going to give you this. To break through, let's go to the scripture. Go to Philippians 3, 7 real quick, and I'm out of time. Philippians 3, 7, 11. Watch this. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. I have counted what? So everything in my life, I've counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also count all things a loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered and lost all things I count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness which is from the law somebody say from the law but that which is through faith in Christ that the righteousness which is from God by faith that I may know here's the answer that I may I count everything as rubbish. Watch this. See, most of the problems we have when we even we pray, you keep trying to fix your stuff. Let me help you with your prayer life. You got to get to a point where you count it all rubbish. I'm coming close. You got to get to a point where when you pray, count everything as. And what's your number one goal? That I may know him. Watch this, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering, watch this, being conformed to his, his death. What am I conforming myself into? So the problem with your prayer life and your intercession is you're not dying. I know, thank you, I, 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 the church of two. We're not dying. Can somebody say amen? Uh, you know why? Cause we're not focusing on the right thing. You trying to bring a prayer point to God, God is trying to bring a prayer point. Oh, Jesus. you so focused on the prayer point, God trying to bring that point. I got all this stuff, God. I got all this stuff. I got all this stuff. God, say, watch this. Count it as rubbish. Watch this. Count. You're going to cry, you know why? Because your flesh don't want to count it as rubbish. You're going to fight, you know why? Because your flesh don't want to what? Count this rubbish. You see why we're not in intimacy? Because we're bringing God what we want to give. But if you understood, Abel. Okay. See, when you can bring God what he wants, rather than what you want to give, your words will speak. <laughs> Better things. So speak what? You know why? Because you've been approved in the realm. All right, so watch this. So he said, I call all things rubbish that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his Suffering, being conformed to his death. Okay? Verse 11, if by any means, I may obtain by any means. This is my goal. What is the goal? This is my my goal. By any means. By any means. Somebody say, by any means. Whatever. I I don't. I'm after one goal. Okay? By any means. I may attain to the resurrection of what I just died in. Am I speaking something deep? I, 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 that I may obtain to the what? The resurrection. You are praying to God for God to answer. You're not praying to God so you can be resurrected. That's what the problem is. See, you keep making God come off his throne, and he said, I sent my word to heal them. I've already sent my word. Choose life. And when you choose life, the power is going to unction you to act, to be beside yourself. I told you i be careful. It causes dancing. It, it causes smiling. You, you know what the thing do? You can actually give it to other people. See, when you when you get contagious in intimacy, you, you make the devil mad out of people, but you bring the love out of it. You, you can love the devil out. Y'all ever heard of that before? You Because they're they mad, but you keep loving them, and they don't want you to love them. You ever had the devil in you that you didn't want? Y'all ain't going to be honest with me. You, you ain't want nobody to like you? Oh, I'm the only one? No, I'm you just want, what's that in You want to be mad? All right, let me come out of that. You can love the devil out of them. I don't like you. I love you. I'm mad at you. I'm so sorry. You can't win. Somebody is contagious. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I'm just too excited today. I'm sorry. See, Christ has redeemed you. Stop living below the means for what you've been redeemed. He tells him I got to get in this state because that that thing there. So what what do you got to understand? Watch this. You got to come, bring yourself to count in all things that's rubbish into the resurrection power. You know what he also told him? He said, "Listen, Jews." Look for signs. Greeks seek after wisdom. You know what he said? But we preach. <laughs> you, you know what the church gets to? He like said, Jews seek for signs. Greeks look for wisdom. We preach Christ crucified. <laughs> Yo, y- y'all gotta get this. What we preach. This is it. Y'all making a lot. I don't have a long list. I I haven't had a prayer point. I don't even know when. My prayer point is Christ (laughs) crucified. And through the crucifixion, I come into the resurrection. It's not a lot, saints. It's little because there's just one thing that you got to realize. He died. He rose. So you got to be willing to lay your life as you have laid it, lay your wants down. You got to do what? The reason why we have problems, because we want God to fix our lists. We want God to fix our what? When God, we just read, wasn't even after that. He wanted you to know him. Because all things is in him. If you get this, you, listen, your prayer life, was. watch this, you'll start going into realms that you didn't ever think you can get into. If you can hold what I just gave you, you will hit, what, listen, you, whatever's been holding you hostage can't hold you anymore. That's why, oh, y'all got to hear me. I said it cannot hold you any longer. They overcame him by that blood, the testimony, and they did not love their life. Y'all gotta hear me. So Paul said, with all that I know, how many know he was a scholar? He was a scholar among scholars. Zeal, zeal. He, 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 he knew, he, listen, you, you couldn't beat the man. Yet, he said, when I come to see the churches i'm not checking your word i'm checking your power why am i checking your power because i did not want you to be in the wisdom of man but i wanted you to come in understanding the power of god saints god is calling you to come into the resurrected power but you got to learn to live the resurrected Through the resurrected understanding. Stand to your feet if you can. Some. If Christ died for all. Then we should live no longer for ourselves. The Bible says if you seek me with all your heart you'll find me. If you seek me with what? You'll what? You'll find me when you seek with. Oh, why oh? Because I set up security perimeters around my glory. I set up a a security feature. How many got passwords? See, God set up a security feature for wisdom and revelation which was supposed to be for believers to enter. You type your password in? What's the password? Resurrection. The dead? Buried. Resurrection. That, that's what he died. And he rose. Not, I'm going through that. God, how do I, what do I, stop, 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 stop. Stop thinking about how you're going to fix it. Stop that. Watch this. Let me help you. That's not the first priority. What you are going through is not how you're going to fix it first. That's not your first priority. Because if you try to fix it in anxiousness, it's the wrong placement in the first place. So never try to pray from your state of mind. The Bible says pray in the... So the first thing I need to do when I'm going through, watch this. I have to come to the reality of what the word said. So what am I doing? I'm doing more receiving than I'm giving. Come on, I want to help you. See, that's another stumbling block. You've learned to try to please God so he can fix it. You keep trying to pray and then you go, you, you're waiting on feeling something that God answered you wrong. You're still in you trying to give God something that you think that he's going to respond to. When God, watch this, knows that you don't respond well without agreeing with him first. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So he, look how much God has done to make us not have to fail. He said, look, I don't need how you think to make me agree with you. So do this. Take my words, believe them. And when you believe them, watch this, something is going to change you. And when that changes you, watch this, now you're going to declare my word. And I'm going to agree with what I said with you. Because I only hear my word. So your job, when you when you was going through, was not trying to tell God about what you knew. It was to tell God about what he already knew. By receiving what he already said, God, this is what I'm going through, but this is what you said. And you speak wh- that word, watch this, not just at the point of what you say. You let it move you inside. You let it do what? You let it move your inside, because see, when you through, how many know your emotions are everywhere? How many know your emotions actually dictate to the reality of who you really are? you know, I don't never cry. You, you cried when that girl broke your heart. You cried when that man broke your. You you ain't something. How tears come out? No, 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 no. You you have it Because there's hardness of heart. And when you are hard, you don't let nobody break through. But this is the interesting thing. You don't even let God break through. So what God has to do is train your heart by you learning, watch this, not to give him what you think, but accepting what he's already thought. See, that makes it easy, because now he can just sing and speak over you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't start, that's why I say, people would just start always talking. Be quiet. Think on these things. I mean, there's a time we we come in, but every time, yeah, that's good. That's a point, though. Because it's not, everything you're going to be delivered. it's not what you say. Is this God is reading this? So if this don't 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 transition into this, you can days and forty nights and still don't hit this. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Don't worship the activity. Worship the God. And by worshiping the God, God will provoke you in the activity to get. So, what's the mystery? God, I got all this stuff. But today, God is saying, I don't want you to focus on all this stuff. How many ever felt like you have a lot of stuff? Hey, I got just got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Listen, I don't need you to focus on all this stuff. I want you to focus on learning to accept that I died. This is what your job is. You ready? Accept that I did what? Died. And when you accept that I died for you, watch this. Now I need you to accept that I rose for you. What am, I'm doing two things. Accepting He and accepting daddy. You, you know why? Because the same way you became saved by which you cried, Abba, you was adopted in the same spirit. He said, your spirit joined with my spirit, and you knew that you were saved. The problem is that knowing that you got from the beginning, the one that I'm calling you back to, you didn't know, watch this, you didn't know because you chose to know me. Don't let nobody lie to you. You did not know me because you chose to know me you knew me watch this because yet you were wrong you had a need that i met everybody in here you met god because you had a need that he met you had a need that he met you didn't know him because you wanted to you might have came to him because of what the circumstance said You, you you ran out of options. But, but now, life is trying to train you, watch this, to be bewitched, to start worshiping him in the flesh, and to stay at the point of where you met him, because you met him where you just gave up, and get you, watch this, when you gave up, he made you turn up. I'm sorry, I had that hot thing going on. I told you that. You gave up, he turned you up. He's like, what is this? Hey! So, what God is asking you today are you willing to give up again? I say, are you willing to give up again? Lift your hands. Are you willing to give up again? I can't go beyond what you give me are you willing to give up again to come into my death so you can understand my resurrection the blood is speaking for you the blood is speaking for you I didn't call you to focus on everything count it as rubbish God you can have it all I, it, this is not the priority you are my priority I need your resurrected power God is going to download the spirit of wisdom and revelation in some of you today that you can know him that you can know him beyond what you have known him that you can be set free and made whole. So Father, today I pray that we learn how to live in intimacy. You told us to abide in you. And then your word will abide in us. That we can have everything that you said. forgive us today God cleanse us from all unrighteousness father we come boldly today to say thank you for it's not our righteousness it's our righteousness filthy rags you did it without us so you can help and save us thank you for being a good father You make all things new, God. You make all things new. We're going to live in the newness of life today. We're going to learn to uphold the newness of life, God. We now know that you've been fighting for intimacy with us. You wasn't just trying to make us work for you. You wanted them to know us intimately. So, God, as we lift our hands, we come into repentance to know that you are faithful. Come on, lift your hands. We lift it up. Everything that's not like you. Every issue, every problem, I count it as rubbish. I want to know you, God. That's all. All the priority today is God, I just want to know you. I cleanse my mind, my hands. I just want to know you. I want to know you. I want to sit in your lap. I want to be hugged by you. I want to be embraced by you. I don't, I, I, I'm just tired. I let it go today. I'm tired of cycling, I'm tired of going around in circles. I'm tired of seeing the same problem, same situation. I tell you what, I just lay it down today, and I just want to know you. That's my one desire. It's my only desire. Oh, when you make it your one desire, you can't help But just to start seeing it. We give you praise, God. We give you praise, God. Some of you are coming out of the pit this morning. Some of you are coming out of the cycle this morning. Some of you, God is redeeming you today. He said, You, I've been, I just want you. I just I, no, 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 no. Don't bring me what you think I want you to do. I just want you. I want you. I'm gonna heal you. I want to sanctify you. I want to purify you. So, Father, we come today knowing that you're perfect in all your ways. You're perfect in all your ways, God. We just need a Father. We miss a Father. We just need you, Father. We miss our Father. We need you, Father. We need that divine touch. We need that divine hand. So Father, I pray that you touch your sons and daughters today. Oh God, touch him today. Touch him today. You will not take a step back. You're going to go forward in the name of Jesus. I speak life over you today. You're going to go forward touch your sons redeem them redeem their hearts help them to know you god oh let it rain god we love you thank you for your love and your care thank you for your comfort we let go and we forgive today we let go and we forgive today We die to ourselves. We die to the ideals that have been causing us problems. We release it right now. Only two things. I know now there's only two things. I just want to know you.